Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing More than a feeling To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save your life To be powered by love Man, I know we don't usually clap for our scripture readers, but didn't he do a good job? Weston, that was a long reading, and you did very well, very well. Thank you. Well, provider, Ash Wednesday. So I look out and I see all your smiling faces here on a Wednesday night, uh, Ash Wednesday service, but it does make me kind of curious, what makes you come to church on Ash Wednesday? Of all the church services this whole year, on a Sunday I get it, right? On a Sunday when we're talking about God's love like last Sunday, sure. You know, Ash Wednesday is the day where we come and we've already you know, confessed our sinfulness, how we're terrible. We get some ashes on our forehead to remind ourselves that we're going to die. Like, you know, that, that's, that's the whole purpose of why we're here. Uh, you know, it's kind of a not thing. There's not even donuts being served. And so I think, you know, it's kind of like if you went to a ball game, but the announcers, instead of announcing what the players were doing, spent the whole game saying, well, you know, you guys aren't nearly as in shape as these athletes. You know, uh, you all aren't nearly as athletic or coordinated as the athletes. Or it's like going out to eat and the server brings you your plate of food and says, enjoy your meal. It's better than anything you can make at home. You know, it's like, yeah, that might be true, but do you really say it? I mean, that's not usually what we're here for. Welcome to Ash Wednesday Worship. You're terrible and you're going to die. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Tonight, Jeremy and I will have the privilege, the honor, the important role, I guess, of taking some ash that's mixed with a little bit of olive oil, making the shape of a cross on everyone's foreheads and speaking these words, remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. Uh, it, it is, at its core, a reminder of our inevitable deaths. That is, at the core, what we're remembering here on Ash Wednesday as a part of this service. And all of you being here, uh, unless you didn't know that that's what tonight was about and you kind of got duped into coming here, most of you know that's what this service is about. And so on some level, you know that not only is it okay to acknowledge that we're going to die one day, but maybe there's actually even some value in that as well. Some value in remembering that we are from dust, and to dust we shall return. I came across this quote from the Reverend Forrest Church uh, recently, talking about death and faith and what it means for life. Here's what he said. 
He said, death is central to my definition of religion. Religion is our human response to the dual reality of being alive and having to die. We are not the animal with advanced language or tools as much as we are the religious animal. Knowing that we must die, we question what life means. With our unique human consciousness, we are able to, as religious animals, understand that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, a part of what uh, Mary Oliver calls a part of the family of things. We're a part of something big. And so remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. As we hear these words tonight, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. This isn't some kind of like throwaway line or a put down, like remember you're dust, now get out of here. Uh, It's not that kind of dusting that you do around your house. When you think of remembering that you are dust, it might be more accurate to think and to remember that you are stardust, (laughs) that you are stardust, that at the beginning of creation, God created the world and created us out of the dust of eternity. We have always been, and God has created us to always be. We are a dust that has been and will continue to be in a different shape and form. Remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. One of the ways I think about just the vastness of this creation and this world that we're a part of is, uh, yeah, we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But I sometimes think when I'm drinking a big glass of water or when we do a baptism here at the church and we pour water into that baptismal font, We have the same water on this earth that's always been here, and so that means that that same water that I'm drinking, that we're baptizing someone in, like 150 million years ago, a brontosaurus was drinking this water. This is kind of an amazing, profound world that we are a part of with a deep history, an ancient history that we are a part of, bound together with all of creation and bound together with one another, remembering that we are dust and to dust we shall return. We go back to that idea from Reverend Church as he says, knowing that we must die, we question what life means. That's what this life of faith is about, is questioning what what is life all about, what is important. And a part of our Christian tradition with Ash Wednesday and the season of Lent is almost every Ash Wednesday, it's traditional to read this same long scripture reading, this reading of Jesus sharing this teaching about these really good faith practices that are life-giving, that Jesus encourages all of his followers to do, these three things that we list here. Jesus encourages us to give alms, which is to give to the poor, to pray, to speak to God and to listen to God, and finally to fast. Uh, Fasting, we often think of going without food, and that is fasting, but also that practice of giving something up, uh, that's a fasting as well. Those things, to give alms, to pray, to fast, these are ways of putting faith into action and to living this life of faith that we are called to. And they remind us that we are alive. By doing these things, by going without and feeling whether it's the pains of hunger or a deep intentional time of prayer, it's a way of centering ourselves and reminding ourselves that we are alive and even by going without, that we are blessed. 
During the season of Lent, as we said at the very beginning of the service, we are going to be studying Psalm 23, the shepherd's psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Uh, on Sundays, we'll be covering this, even this coming Sunday. I'll talk again about the beginning of this psalm. Uh, but for tonight, as we think about uh, this call to do these things and to go without, I hear these words from the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. And I think if you're like me, you hear that phrase, I shall not want, and I think, well, there's a few things I want. <laughs> I can think of a few things I might want if I could make my list. I mean, I I would, I would like, I, I want a new car. I, I, want, I want new carpet in our house. I want a butler to make all my meals and maybe pick up. I mean, this all sounds pretty good. And uh, I could go on and on about the things I want, but not only things that I want for me, but I think about things I want for others and for the world. Like, I want peace in Ukraine right now. I think about, I want healing for loved ones there are a whole long list of wants, I think, that we could all come up with. We do want. The reality is that we do want. And so scholars uh, and biblical, you know, scholars and people who study the Hebrew language, which is the language that the 23rd Psalm is written in, uh, they actually point out that want isn't probably the best translation here, that that phrase could probably better be translated as, I shall not be in need or I shall lack for nothing. Both of those translations probably get a little better at the idea that uh, we will have the things provided for us that we need, but the things that we need are often a little different than our long list of wants. But that God is a presence in our life providing for our needs, but not always each and every one of those wants. Lent can be a time... Uh, it can be a time where we pause to reflect on our needs. It can be a time where we pause to reflect on those wants and uh, acknowledge those wants. But in the midst of it, reflect and be grateful for the things that we do have, the blessings that are, at, are ours. And you can do this in a whole variety of ways during the season of Lent. We invite you into this deeper study of Psalm 23, a psalm that has great meaning and a great promise of God's presence with us, even in the hard, challenging, wanting times. We invite you to uh, come and join us for Sunday worship, but then have deeper conversation around questions with other people, or even just on your own into deeper self-reflection about what does this psalm have to say to us? We invite you into these three faith practices of giving alms, of praying, and of fasting in any variety of ways. And you enter into this by being here tonight, by receiving a cross on your forehead and hearing these words, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's a reminder that you are a part of a vast creation, a religious animal of sorts, that we are a part of something much bigger than ourselves, a part of this family of things. And yes, one day we will die, but we're all alive right now. And what a blessing it is. And what's more is the shape of that cross is the reminder that we have this promise of eternal life in Christ as well. So that even the death we die is not the finality. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you.
Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.